Hello, how are you? Welcome to another podcast with Mark Bennett. I am that guy. And uh, this is I Said Shut Up. There's uh, my upstairs neighbors playing his guitar up there now. So if that comes through, I apologize. Although he's really good, actually. And uh, I say that begrudgingly because I hate his face. I just, I hate more than his face. I hate the whole concept of him as a human. And it's really not him. It's his uh, wife, sister, mother, all three. I don't know. I don't know. What the relationship is, there's this woman who lives with the guy upstairs. They seem to be the same ethnicity, so I don't know if they're just a couple or like she seems older than him. I I don't know, but maybe that's just because I hate her so much. She just looks like uh, and they they these people like even a lot of people hate their neighbors because you know. If you don't know the people upstairs or next door, I'm in an apartment building. They don't live above me. You know, it's not like my cardboard box is below their cardboard. It's an regular, it's an apartment building in Toronto. So you're going to have upstairs neighbors. And it's an old building. So the walls and and ceiling is actually really thick with concrete. Like they're built built back in the day, you know, when everything was great. We got to make Canada great again by building good old apartment buildings. The new condos and stuff, they just, they have glass glass all over the place that falls off. People literally have been hit uh, on the street with glass falling in Toronto from cheap, shoddy construction. Let's get back to basics, everybody. Pour some goddamn concrete. Anyway, the uh, people upstairs, they have several to every summer, at least, have I said this before? I say that a lot on the podcast. I always go, have I said this before? As if, you know, somehow... That makes it better if I've repeated myself. You know, I'm episode, what, six? And I'm just probably repeating myself over and over again. Whatever. You know, this is free. Okay, everybody? It's free. So, uh, you know, if I've said it before, uh, who gives a fuck? So um, the people upstairs, they just, they, their, their air conditioner just drips through our ceiling, through like four feet of concrete, because they have one of those ones where you need to actually pour the water out and, you know, most of them evaporate nowadays, but theirs is from 1900, I guess, where you have to actually pour the water out when it fills up. So they just let it overflow. And it just, it has caused such a, the superintendent told us about it because he had to go up and clean it up several times. It's left such a mess that uh, it just drips all the way through our ceiling and like onto our bed and shit. Like, geez, we almost moved. We almost moved. But anyway, they got threatened by the office so often that, uh, they finally stopped doing it. This being said, he's a good guitar player. You know, I, I hate uh, the people upstairs, but the man, like, he plays Stevie Ray Vaughan and stuff, so he, he's good. Anyway, this is not how I wanted to start at all. Maybe I'll go re-record this, but no, fuck it. I won't. I'm just going to... Uh, here, here I, I start so negative, but uh, my entire intention was to start the podcast by going, guys, there's good in the world, okay? There is uh, people out there doing the right thing. Listen to this, if you will. My, uh, I'm, my wife wanted new furniture. Well, my wife, I wanted new furniture, you know, because we got to baby-proof this place. So what I was thinking, because we have wires everywhere, because I have a lot of electronic stuff, uh, I figured, what if we got a wall unit, you know, that it was lengthy, so it will cover up most of the wall and all of the wires. So then the baby, when he starts crawling around, he won't be able to, you know, chew on the wires and kill himself. So I figure that's a pretty good plan. Plus, like, our stuff is getting old, you know, shoddy. So um, let's spruce up the apartment 
and then helped me baby-proof the place without actually baby-proofing the place. So we went and we bought a bunch of shit from uh, StruckTube, which is like Ikea, but it's some people say it's a higher-end Ikea. I don't know. I don't know about that. But anyway, it's, uh, it's StruckTube. So we had to go um, do that, and I had to put it together, and I'll tell you about that in a minute. But... So we, when we get the shit, we get a, we had a round kitchen table, and it turns out we we were debating between the two sizes, the small and the large. We got the small, and we were just like, as soon as it came in, we're like, for fuck's sake, it was so small, it was just it it would it looked like a kitty table, and I was willing to keep it. I'm like, I don't give a shit. I don't care how stupid our apartment looks. Um, I I there's. There's a huge delivery fee, you know, that you have to pay, and so we'd have to send it back, and we wanted to get it ready for for this weekend, so uh, we have a struck tube up the street. So my wife's like, we'll just call them. We'll say we're returning the small table. We're going to get the big table, and I was like, yeah, it sounds okay, except now I got to fucking go drag a table around Toronto, and if you don't know what Toronto's like to drive around, it's a bit like New York City in that you can't do anything anywhere. There's no parking. There's no fucking... It's just... Anyway... So I'm like, all right, because we need the bigger table. So we call the store, and they're just like not having it. They were like, no. We're like, what do you, what do you mean, no? We want to return one of the products and, and, and get another one, and a more expensive one. So it, it's good for you. And they're like, no. Can, can you say that? Uh, so we call the head office, and they're like, no, they can't, they can't say that. They, uh, they can't just say no. We, you, can, you can buy products at our stores. So you can return products at our stores. And then so uh, the guy at the office calls the lady at the store. He's like, what are you doing? She was like, no, I'm sorry. We have too many deliveries. There's, the trucks have come in where there's too much stuff in our storage. And she starts like freaking out. She was like, my staff, my, the safety of my staff is is at stake like and you know people have no argument when they're trying to go with that type of shit it's like no, legally there's there's just and according to 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 the organization's policy there she's she cannot say no you can't return a product and buy another one like it's of course it's ridiculous but she's like my i have been hit by boxes myself several times today it's just the safety of my staff I was like, oh for fuck's sake stephanie that was her name Stephanie, Stephanie who manages it. And so like I call her back and uh, my wife is my wife is just tired of it. So I call her back and I'm thinking I'm going to be I'm a calm person. I know I don't sound like it on the podcast, but when I'm talking to people, I always assume not necessarily the best, but I just I I find it very uh hard to believe that somebody's being a shithead. I'm like, I always feel like, no, nah, there must be some miscommunication. A person who runs a store would not be an outright asshole to me for no reason. That makes no sense, right? But uh, sometimes that does happen. And then when it does happen, it dawns on me way too late. Like the person's been an asshole for like 20 minutes. And then I'm like, wait a second. Are you, are you, do you dislike me? And then I lose my mind. And then I talk about it for, for three months. Because when I, I, I almost never get mad, like really mad. I rant a lot, but I don't get mad. But when, if I get mad, I do not get unmad. I carry it with me forever. I, I am shortening my life every time I get mad because I just, I, I saddle that shit on my back. I'm like, yep, this is going with me to the grave. Get, get. So anyway, uh, I say, okay, Stephanie, here's, here's the situation. You say you have too much inventory. There's too many boxes back there, correct? She's like, yeah, the safety of my staff. I was like, right, right, the safety of your staff. I get it. I get that shit. Got to protect your people. 
Those people depend on you for food and shelter and their very lives. I get it. I didn't say that, but I just said, yeah, no problem. I understand that safety is an issue for you. Absolutely. But what I'm saying to you, Stephanie, is that we have a small table and it comes in two boxes. We want that exact table, but the bigger version of it, okay? And that is at your store. We checked the inventory. She was like, did you? Did you check the inventory? How did you do that? I was like, we called your store and we asked one of your guys. Well, I don't know if Bobby was correct when he checked it. I was like, okay, maybe Bobby's not correct. But what I'm saying is if Bobby's correct, there is a big table back there. We take that big table from you. We give you the small table. So you'll actually have more space back there. We'll, we'll take the big one from you. And I said, and I tell you what, if your big table's not back there, then absolutely, we won't bother you, okay? She was like, okay, okay, I'll go check. And then she comes back, and honest to Christ, the, she just she tried to do that retail spin where she was in this great mood because she knew she had to deal with me now. And she pretended, like she tried to turn it, like do a 180 and turn it on its head like, like, like she was doing me the favor. She was just, she goes, oh my God, it's your lucky day. You can't believe it. It is back there. So great news for you guys. I was like, and you know what? I let her have it because really all I wanted was the fucking table. I don't give a shit about Stephanie and her goddamn store and her and, and the staff and their perils of boxes. I don't give a flying fuck. You, you chose that life, you know? Nobody, nobody uh, boo-hoos my comedian woes. You know, if I, if I don't have a great set, people aren't like, because uh, they know, just don't do it. Just don't be a comedian, you piece of shit. So if you, if you uh, feel your life is constantly in danger uh, at your store, maybe get, maybe look for a new line of work, you know? Anyway, that's not the point. The point is, uh, I let her have it. I let her say her piece, and uh, and I said, "That's great news, Stephanie. Thanks so much. I'll be right by." And then she's and and now to be fair, you know, if she's listening, which she isn't, but if she is, she was once she understood the situation, she was great. It's just at first she thought we were just trying to shove more products. We were trying to return to the store and walk away and say, here's, here's some boxes, bye-bye. But uh, once she realized we were buying it, it's just, you know, people, they don't give you enough time to explain. Like, literally, she's jumping in on sentence one. It's like, so what we'd like to do is return. You can't return. You can't do it. My staff are going to die. Yeah, just, could I finish the sentence? Can't can I finish? I can't finish. Is there, you remember the Dana Carvey's Ross Perot? I do that. I still to this very day. I can't finish. I can't finish. Can't. That was the heyday of Saturday Night Live for me when Dana Carvey was on. He was my man. Uh, and his new special is actually pretty good. I I like that. That male single or sixty uh, white male. I don't know what it's called, but it's on Netflix. Go watch it. He's freaking great. Love Dana Carvey. A legend. Anywho's, so I get to the store and uh, Stephanie says she's a peach. She is just a peach. I managed to find parking fairly close by, and I'm I got the Prius because you know I'm one of those guys, and uh, I I uh, have loaded the table, the small table, into the Prius, and I'm pretty confident because there's a fair amount of room left that I'm pretty confident I can get the big table into the Prius. So Stephanie's super nice. I I start off because I'm a good guy. You know, and I and I don't want I, I want to give her the rope where, you know, she she has some leeway to be OK with everything. And I just say, oh, let me start. Sorry about the confusion. I know. It, it, and then she says, no, it's I who should apologize. She even said I. It's I who should apologize because 
I didn't realize what you were saying. I didn't. And then when I finally, I'm like, yeah, I figured that was the case. And then, and then she asked me about my Apple Watch because I'm one of those guys. I got an Apple Watch. She was, do you like it? And I do. So I told her all about it. And uh, we, we had a pleasant little interaction. So then her staff, I'm assuming Bobby, brings out the table. And it's this big, giant fucking table. Now, uh, I look at the table and I look at the Prius. The, 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 one of the boxes is horizontally is larger than my car. So doesn't matter what kind of math whiz you are. There's no way to get this thing into the car. I don't have ropes to put it on the roof. I'm, what am I? What am I, some kind of friggin' uh, uh, construction worker uh, carrying around ropes to root, put on my roof? Huh? So I'm like, well, I guess I'm just fucked. And uh, the, the thing is two blocks away. So Stephanie's like, I can give you a dolly and you can maybe walk it down. And I'm like, well, that's what we're going to have to do. Oh, and she feels bad. And, uh, but I mean, what, what, what am I, I, I've gone through all this effort. I have to now get this table back home. And some dude, uh, Matt uh, is his name. And, uh, I'll give you his, his, his website in a second, just because I want to promote this guy. This guy, Matt, he just walks past and he sees me with this giant box looking at my, my Prius. And he's like, Ooh. And so he says, Hey man, how far are you going? And I was like, I'm just, it's, I'm a block and a half away there. And he says, I got, I got a truck around the corner. You want me to bring it down for you? I was like, what? Literally a stranger just walking past. Just, it, I'll, I'll take time out of my day to go get my truck and then bring it down to you. And I'm like, oh my God. And he did. I'm like, dude, that is so awesome. And he said, uh, you know, I could use some good karma. And uh, <laughs> I don't know why I, it's like, Maybe maybe things weren't going that great for him, or maybe that's just something you know. It, it, he 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 was uncomfortable with the compliment, but anyway, he just that's all he wanted was was just to help me out. He nothing else. So I mean, I'm a comic, so I say you know I know the comedy club really well up the street. You know, if you want free tickets, then uh, you know you you go ahead. And I don't know why I assumed he was a divorced man. But I just, I think it's because he had time, time to help out. Uh, and he hadn't shaved, he didn't have, a, didn't have a shave. He had a like, kind of stubble, you know, the kind of, kind of like a three day stubble. Now, I don't know, maybe he's a hairy man. And he wakes up like that, but it's just that type of thing of like, oh, and he said with the karma, it was really the, the comment where he said I could use some good karma. I was picturing that his wife had left him, you know, yesterday. Right. And, um, but no, it turns out uh, he's, he's, he's married and he has a baby. He's got an eight-month-old baby. I have a six-month-old baby. And I was thinking, hey, maybe we could have play dates with the kids. But, you know, let's back it up. Like, let's put on the brakes because also, you know, I'm in a big city. And uh, even if you're in a small city, you got to consider these things because this guy thought originally I was going to – he didn't – I don't think he realized that the car next to the – store was my car he just saw a man holding a big box on a street and uh so i think he thought i would get in the truck with him and we'd drive to my apartment building and i but i knew i'd be okay because i have the car there i said you can follow me in in my car and there was a hesitation as he was trying to figure out wait what's going on oh he's got a car and that car's too small oh i see what's happening which i'm pretty sure that was the computation he was doing in his head but in my brain i immediately go to oh now i can't kill that guy and leave him in a ditch because that would i mean you talk about an easy way to kill somebody you offer to help someone on the street 
you pick him up, you drive away. Nobody, how could anyone connect you to that man? There's just no way. You know, unless there's cameras all over the place and there's not. I mean, we're just walking on a random street. So, you know, but anyway, I didn't get stabbed. I uh, I lived. I survived. He was just, but that's how, that's how unusual it is for someone to just do something like that where they, they, they say, hey, I'd like to help you out for no reason. And then you think, oh, uh, clearly this man is going to uh, try to gut me. He's going to take a knife from uh, sternum uh, to pelvis, and uh, my guts are going to come out, and then he's going to do like a dream catcher, you know, in his cabin in the woods of my intestines. And it'll be his dream catcher. But no, Matt, uh, he does renovations. Hold on, let me pause this and get his fucking business card, because that's what he gave to me. Hold on. Okay, uh, his business card is www.mbrenos.com. mbrenos.com. His name is Matt Buller. And so I'm just like, he gave me the business card so that I could contact him about giving him some tickets to the comedy show. But you know what? You need renovations done and you're in Toronto or the surrounding areas. Why don't you call Matt Buller? Bueller? Buller, anyway, he's a contractor. It is www.mbrenos.com. So just, yeah, go to, because I went to his website. He does nice work. It's just I live in an apartment building that I rent. What am I going to get renovations done here? No, but if I buy a house, you know, when the podcast takes off, guys, you know, and I, I get all that podcast money. Oh, man, because that's what I'm doing this for. The riches of a free podcast. Then I will uh, get Matt to do some work on the on the place. Because let me tell you something. If that's the type of guy you are, you're just helping out guys on the street, you know? And he didn't know I was going to ask him for his business card. He just shook my hand and was saying goodbye. I was the one that asked him for his contact information. So it's not like he was trying to... Oh, they'll just help random people on the street and that'll promote my business. No, he's just, and his name is, it, it, the business card is MB Reynolds. I'm Mark Bennett. MB, right? Fucking kismet. It's, it's written in the stars. Me and Matt, we are good buddies. Oh, I got a phone call. One sec. Okay, it was my friend Dennis. He's coming over. He's got a kid who's five, and the kid literally just called to say, uh, Mark, when I come over, can you give me a handshake? What the fuck? Okay, I will. I will clearly give this kid a handshake. Does he got like a little buzzer in his hand? He's going to play a practical joke, or has he just learned what handshaking means and he wants to be a man? Either way, he's a good kid. I'm going to give him a handshake. Um. So what was I talking about? Right. So Matt, uh, like, I mean, what, what a fucking guy, right? And then I, I, I just come home like, like this day has been shit. Of course, if you actually piece together what has happened is we got a delivery, so I had to take apart my old table, so I'm doing, like, I'm, I just wake up and start immediately working, which God knows I don't like to do, and then uh, and then we find out one of the, ta- as soon as we take the table out of the box, it's way too small, I gotta put the table back in the box, I gotta deal with Stephanie's uh, d- staff who are at death's door, I gotta, I gotta go to Structube, I gotta, and then, like, in so far, and I haven't even put together the million hours of furniture that I have to put together, this is just, this is the pre to all that putting together shitty furniture and and then i'm standing outside the, a store in the freezing cold with a giant box and this dude just helps out and it's just like and then i come home i'm in a great mood you know now i'm promoting this guy i've told a bunch of people like whoever you you know if you need renos and that's that's just what it is to be a good dude because even if he doesn't get any work out of this even if he doesn't 
take me up on the comedy show offer that he can go in and watch a comedy show for free on me. You know, even if he doesn't do any of that, he he made me feel good. And I'm sure it made him feel good. And he turned my day around, and maybe it turned his day around, or maybe he's happy all the time. Um, and uh, so, yeah, and I should say that I know he's still with his wife because he said the next time we get a sitter for our kid, I'll take you up on that. So, you know, <laughs> so he's, in case you're wondering the, the status of why I now know Matt is still with somebody. So everything's going good for this dude, and it should. Good dudes, things should go well for you. And, uh, you know, that being said, I will say that uh, being nice, clearly, like, I mean, this is my last podcast I was talking about, I think, Nick at the gym and how he's super nice and how that's great, you know. Uh, You go and you be nice and you meet people. They say that meeting uh, strangers, and, like, it was a study about bowling, uh, strangers who, if you put a group of strangers together and they go bowling then uh and it goes well that's actually it gives you the same euphoria as being on the best first date of your life and that actually it's 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 better to meet friends i think than going on a great date because a great date unless that turns into a marriage i mean that'll end in kind of you know It'll end with bad feelings. Somebody's going to have bad feelings, or two people, you know, unless they mutually hate each other. And then, then probably you didn't have a good date to begin with. But friends, you know, you can just... But anywho, meeting people's exciting. That's what the story... That's what the story is about. So, it was... Nick at the gym meets a lot of people. It seems great. I'm trying to be more like him in that I'm trying to open myself up to meet people and, uh, you know, be more friendly. You know, maybe I'll help a guy out, you know, who's on the street with a, with a box. And maybe I'll, maybe I'll be like, I'll help you carry that. My baby is now screaming. Um, I shouldn't be maybe doing this podcast while he's screaming, but the wife, wife has got him. It's not like he's not just out there in the hallway on his own, just wailing. You know, she's holding him. I don't know what he's mad about, but he's mad about something usually. He's a baby. So, uh, oh, there he goes. I better, I better, I should pause this podcast. I, I keep pausing it. I just, I, I, I want to finish it. So I'm, I'm at, um, I'm at the gym today. All right. And, uh, I see, I, I see Nick and Nick is talking about, uh, about how his niceness has actually backfired. And that is, uh, it's weird. Just as, just as I, I'm saying I should be more like this. What happens is, okay, so he, He's in the gym, and he calls his friend, wanted some help, but is probably just a random gym person. He Nick thinks everyone's his friend now, and and they sort of are. It's just that. Uh, so who? I'm, what I'm saying is, who knows who it could have been? Literally any human being who's ever stepped into that gym, uh, it could have been that person. And Nick says, "That's my friend." And um, anyway, his friend said, hey, how do you do this particular exercise? Because, you know, Nick is that bodybuilder type dude, in case you weren't listening to the last podcast. And uh, Nick's like, oh, yeah, man, you got to do it this way. And you got to turn and rotate and supinate and dry rate or whatever fucking other terms he said. And then this, the trainer comes by. And apparently he's the head trainer. And the head trainer is like, Hey man, you can't uh, you can't be training people in here. You know that can get your membership revoked. Fucking what? And Nick is like, um, I'm helping my friend. 
here, you know, and uh, I'm not getting paid. And the guy was like, oh, okay, just watch it, all right? Literally, the head trainer at a fucking gym just comes by and said, like, that's no way to be. And so Nick, here Nick is trying to be nice, and they, he almost, and Nick, this is his life. He lives at the gym. He lives there. I think he sleeps there. And to to be threatened like that, and it's, it's just ridiculous. And so anyway, Nick often uh, works out with uh, um, another man, another large man. His name is Hisham, and I apologize to Hisham or other people named Hisham if I am pr- pronouncing his name incorrectly. He's Egyptian, um, like my wife's dad, and my wife is half. My wife, uh, my wife would be the he or the sham, right? She's she's half Egyptian, so. Uh, Hisham's a big dude, and uh, apparently a very good competitive squash player. So Hisham, he he was super pissed off about this story because he thought that originally that the trainer, when he was criticizing Nick and saying, "Hey man, you can get your membership revoked," revoked that was he thought it was because of Nick's association with Hisham, and it wasn't. But I can understand that because he and Hisham, Nick and Hisham, work out together a lot, and. <laughs> And so Nick thought, oh my God, my friend is so nice. He's sticking up for me. He's so mad at that trainer. He wants to punch that trainer in the face. And what it was, was Isham was actually offended on his own behalf because uh, the trainer was more or less saying to Nick, you shouldn't be training people. I should be training people. I'm the head trainer here. You know, not you, Nick, random guy. And and Hisham's like, that man, that, because... I, I here's the thing is the dude is not in shape and I know that sounds ridiculous because he's a trainer at the gym and not only that he's the head trainer at the gym but he's not he just he has a beard and that is all he's just he's not in shape and so Sham was all pissed off he was like that guy thinks he can train me look at me and look at him and then Nick's like oh you're offended for you you're not offended for me and he's like no I don't no, I, for me, you know, and then finally we explained to Hisham, don't go murder that man because he is, uh, he was talking about somebody else entirely. But it's a very funny story of, um, of how being nice gets you kicked out of the gym. It's weird. So what I'm telling you is I don't know how to be. Uh, I mean, the mat, the mat thing, that's a great story, I think, you know. Uh, I think that Nick talking to people at the gym, it creates a nice family atmosphere, you know. And so... Uh, like I met, I met another guy, uh, Nick, I used to call him the great Canadian athlete. It's just, Nick is ruining all my nicknames for people because, uh, this guy was the great Canadian athlete. He just looks like every guy who, like, you know, who's won an Olympic gold medal in like skiing or speed skating or uh, hockey or something. He just looks like his name is Steve and he listens to the podcast. Uh, and, and he actually said, yeah, I'm going to do some cardio today so I can hear the rest of your podcast, which is nice. It's nice that I'm, uh, you know, pushing people to do cardio, right? So, um, so any Steve, the great Canadian athlete, uh, just like I, I was so he knows me because of Nick and I know him because of Nick. He's listening to the podcast because of Nick. And so here's the thing. It's so it, I think you should go out there, try to be nice, you know, uh, but maybe back off the niceness just a tad. Right. Because Nick is clearly getting himself in trouble. And, and maybe it's like when me with Matt, where I thought this is too good to be true. This man wants to put me in a truck and he's just he's just going to stick me. With a, with a knife in the ribs, Raw, you know? And that's that's what I thought, because it's too good to be true. So so maybe this this 
head trainer guy, he sees a guy in the gym who's just walking around helping people with their exercise and stuff like that. He's thinking, oh, nah, this guy's fucking soliciting clients. This guy is trying to undercut our gym, you know, and he's going he's gonna to get paid on the down low. He's going to get cash, you know, cash in the old Under Armour shorts and then and fucking uh, and, uh, and no. So, so he's like, I'm not, no, I'm not letting this happen. And uh, not realizing Nick is just a dude who's, who's so gregarious and nice. He's like, no, I'll help anybody who wants help. Uh, here I am. It's for free. You know, kind of like this podcast. It's free. You know, so go to the gym I go to. Nick will, Nick will help you out for free. And uh, maybe that's what it is. Be super nice, but don't be so nice that people think it's too good to be true. Right? I don't know. All I, I think that was for me because there's no way I'm going to be as nice as Nick. There's no way I'm going to be as nice as Matt. I, uh, I'm too big of a dick, you know? Like I've already, for instance, the, think about the amount of people I trashed on this podcast and I named them. I really named their names. I, Stephanie at the, at the, the struck tube and, uh, uh, the, the personal trainer at the gym I go to. It shouldn't be too hard to figure out who that is. The head trainer. And his name is Eton. See? Now, why'd I do that? Why? Why'd I do that? Anyway, now everybody knows who the fuck I'm talking about. But here's the thing. <laughs> and because, and who knows how this will go. And maybe now this guy's had an interaction with Nick. And now he gets it. And he was a little, there was a miscommunication, like with Stephanie. And now Nick. Uh, and this guy will become friends, and then I'll become friends with him, and then Nick will tell him about this podcast, and he'll start listening to it, and then he'll hear me calling him a dick who's not in shape. Um, so, man, if okay, so if Eton becomes one of the friends uh, in the gym, I'm going to take this podcast down. Okay, episode six is going to disappear, everybody. All right, so uh, thanks for listening. Uh, I got to go shake a, a child's hand at the door, and, um, you know, go out there, everybody. You know, live your life, be as nice as you want, and uh, thanks again. I'll uh, I'll post this as soon as I can. All right, well, uh, see ya. Later on. <laughs>